All right, friends. Well, today's episode is one that I have been seriously so excited to record because even though it's something that I really haven't talked about on this podcast yet, it's something that's been on my heart and I really feel like it was a direct prompting, if you will, from the Lord for me to connect with the lady that you're going to meet today. So Dr. Ramona Lawrence of the Inclusive Networker podcast is here in the house with me. And we're going to be talking about, well, sharing your story, first of all, because it's really amazing, but also sharing some tips on how you can be more inclusive in expanding and growing your team, because I really think this is an important concept and really something that needs to be talked about more. And I love that she has an entire podcast focused on this. So Ramona, thank you so much for being here and be my soul sister already. Oh, yes, we are definitely connected. And I'm so excited to be here and to have this conversation with you. And I think it's so important for network marketers and especially people who are building teams. We have got to have these conversations and not be afraid. And so I'm excited to jump in. Yes. Are you dreaming of making a long-term income and impact beyond your own efforts? but feel like you're struggling to replicate your results? I'm Heather, a former burned out boutique owner turned top network marketing leader, and I've learned the hard way that you don't have to do all the things all on your own. Now, my passion is helping social sellers scale their business by choosing faith over fear and using simple duplicatable systems without having to sell your soul to social media. I'm so excited to share with you simple tips, tricks, and tools to help you take your business to the next level. In each episode, I'll share faith-focused wisdom, proven systems that your team can duplicate, and inspiring stories from other leaders who have been right where you are today. Are you ready to grow your team, find joy and fulfillment, and feel free? Break out your favorite pen and notebook, and let's dive in. Well, I would love for you to share, I know we are just getting to know each other, but I would love for you to maybe share just a little bit about who you are. You're a doctor, which I can't wait to hear more about that. (laughs) Just super cool. So tell us about that, your background. You are a network marketer as well. And so just share a little bit of your backstory with us. Yeah. So I always like to start podcasts or anything that I'm doing with this question of what's your lens, because I think that that really kind of tells people how I view the world, what happened in my background that made me want to talk about, you know, being an inclusive networker. And so, you know, I always say I was, you know, raised in the deep South. I live in Georgia, South Georgia, Southeast Georgia, near Savannah, as we were talking about before. (laughs) So I was raised in the... (laughs) I was raised in the deep South and I was raised in a very Christian home and I was, I always say that I was raised at the corner of black and blue, right? So my dad was the chief of police when he retired for our local police department. And so I have that real perspective of, you know, being a black woman in the South, you know, being from a place where I had both of my parents, I have both of my parents, right? They still lived 10 minutes down the road from me. And then I was a child of a police officer. And so my view of the law enforcement system and all of that was very different than a lot of other people's. I could walk into the police department and say, hey, buzz me back, right? I just had a different experience. And so through that, I had to realize that everybody didn't have the same experience, right? That that there were things that were different with other people. So that's one piece. I was raised at the corner of black and blue. 
then I am a public health professor. So that's where the doctor part comes from. And so I'm a professor at Georgia Southern University. And I really just have been trained on social justice. You know, how do we make sure that we have diversity, equity, inclusion? How do we look at ways that people are not treated fairly in the healthcare system? And so I have that piece of my lens. Then my first business was network marketing. So when I came into network marketing, they said, you know, everybody with skin and hair can get to the top. But when I looked at the top, I didn't see people with skin and hair that looked like mine. Right. So I started to say, well, there's something going on because you can't tell me that everybody with skin and hair like mine didn't work hard enough. They didn't do what they were supposed to do. Something else is happening. And so they started flying me all over the country to do diversity and inclusion trainings for the consultants. And I realized, wow, this is a big issue in all of network marketing. It is not just a my company issue. It is a network marketing issue. It's a business issue. But in network marketing, not a lot of people are talking about this. And so that's how I started my business. And so all of those things kind of come together to shape my passion for inclusiveness, right? <laughs> diversity, equity, and inclusion, and in network marketing specifically. So that's my story and I'm sticking to it. <laughs> oh my gosh. I love it. And I love hearing the black meets blue, The you know, that story. Yeah. that is a beautiful kind of segue into what people might be kind of thinking or feeling right now in this like hyper politically charged environment. When you hear terms like social justice or, you know, equity or D- DEI, if you will, right? <laughs> like like mm-hmm. terms that, that can make people feel like, wait, what I'm listening to this on a network marketing, on a Christian network marketing podcast. What, what is this? Uh-huh. Well, I really believe as someone, you know, who, who is a Christian and that's where I was telling you right before we hit record that I was reading in second Peter one chapter one about how, when we're wanting to exemplify being, you know, in Christ, being focusing on brotherly love and important, the most important factor, just love. I think find mm-hmm. ways to realize we are all daughters of the one true King, and we are we we need to be better, and we need to be more aware. Not again for, mm-hmm. for some political situation, but we need to be more aware of why it is that, for example, on my team you know, and I have some amazing women of color on my team and I love them so much. But if you look at a leaderboard or if I were to, in fact, I'm going to do my recognition this weekend and Mm -hmm. you're not necessarily going to see a a woman of color on that leaderboard. Mm -hmm. I want to change that. I want to know how to change that. And I think other women want that same, same information and same heart. And I love that your Mm -hmm. kind of mixes in both perspectives, right? Of what it looks and feels like to be a black woman in network marketing but someone who also understands that it's not, you know, that there's a, there, there are lots of different perspectives, right? So I can't wait to talk mm-hmm. with you. This is so good. Yeah. And and then let me add something here, you know, based on what you're saying. One thing that we have to realize is that acceptance doesn't equal agreement, right? Mm-hmm. You can accept people, you can love people without necessarily agreeing or saying that you would do that thing that they're doing. So that's where we have to separate things. God only called us to love people, right? And so that's the thing is that you can accept people, you can be inclusive without agreeing 
with you know what they're doing or saying, okay, now I'm going to go do this thing, whatever that may be that you don't agree with. And so that's where we are. I think I, I just feel like Christ was always like, let me see the bigger picture about you, right? Every, you know, whether it was the woman at the well or whoever it was, he was saying, let's, let's talk about the, the, the big issue here. Not that I'm judging you for what I see in this moment, but what is the bigger thing? How do I make you feel in, included in, you know, in, in this world? Right. And so I think that that's what we have to do. And so for me, uh, as a Christian talking about inclusion, I'm always just curious I want to know about you. I want to know what makes you move and what makes you, you know, do fulfill your purpose right in this world. And so that's why I'm open to other people's perspectives, not that I'm agreeing with what what anything and everything that happens. But I know that I don't have to understand or believe to include people. So I think that's the thing that we have to really clarify. I love that. And actually, James Clear, the author of Atomic Habits, have you have you heard mm -hmm. of him? He's he's so good. Yeah, I, I have read that. And I actually did a story about Atomic Habits a couple of days ago. <laughs> you did not. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> World. That's crazy. Well, I get his three to one emails every Thursday uh -huh. with three ideas. I know you know this three ideas, two quotes and one question. And the question from this past Thursdays is it's easy to find ways to improve when you are genuinely curious about something rather than mm -hmm. asking yourself, how can I be better at this? Start by asking, how can I be more curious about this? Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. I think that is the first step. And I'm curious if you agree with me when it comes to this topic of diversification and being more inclusive and really honestly focusing on the end result of what ultimately women listen to this podcast want, which is to grow their team. How mm -hmm. can we get really curious and how can you help us better understand what it looks like to build a more inclusive team? Yeah, I think the first thing, and I always say this, that it starts with being aware of who you are and how you built the belief system that you have and to really be okay with questioning it. I'm not saying question your Christianity. I'm saying question some of the things that you've been taught because they're not always the full picture, right? And so when I say I was raised at the corner of black and blue and all of that, I've really thought, right, about how I I have these particular perspectives of things. So if you don't know that, it's very difficult to open up yourself to other people because you don't even know who you are yet. And so a lot of times people, especially people who aren't people of color, have not had to really dig deep into their culture, right? And so that's the thing. It's like, okay, how do I first become very self-aware about where, why, where I got these beliefs, where do my opinions of people come from and all of that? So we start there. Then it's starting to open our minds and talk to other people. And so, you know, I talked to somebody a while back about the movie, The Woman King. She had gone to it and I talked about, you know, how it was just so fun for me and my daughter and my sister to, to watch and all of that. And then she was like, oh, I had a really great experience. She was a white woman. 
she said, oh, I had a really great experience there, too. And I was like, well, here's the thing. We need to talk about how it felt for me to watch that movie versus how it felt for you. And so that you can understand my perspective. So we often try to get people to read like DEI books and all of that kind of stuff. It's like, no, you can have two people who are in the same room who have a totally different experience. Two people who are on the same Zoom and have a totally different experience, right? And so what you do is have the same experience and then talk about how it felt different and then take action steps from there, right? So if you're on a Zoom and it's a team meeting, talk to different people of different cultures or different diversity categories and say, how did that feel for you? How did that translate for you? When you get that data, make a change, do something different, right? So we're trying to do all this, like, you know, I tell people when I talk about diversity, equity, and inclusion, I'm not telling you to get a sign and go march. Look, listen, it's simple stuff. <laughs> it's simple things you need to be doing. Yes, that is, that, the marching and being an advocate and a true ally and all of that is absolutely necessary, right? But that's not what I'm saying when I'm saying diversity, equity, and inclusion. And so we take it to a place where we're stagnant because we don't want to do anything because we're afraid. Am I going to say the wrong thing? Am I going to do the wrong thing? And, and all of that. And so it's very simple things, right? So one, knowing who you are, then two, start talking to other people. Start opening yourself up to diverse creators on Instagram. Right. Have you followed anybody that doesn't look like you, that doesn't have your ideal client look? Right. So we have to start to do that. Then we learn about people. We learn about how they talk about themselves. We learn about their culture and then we're able to interact with them and communicate better. So long answer to your question. But, yeah, that's why that's what we have to do to start this process. I love that. And I love that you started with the starting point because it can feel really mm -hmm. overwhelming, I think, to a lot of people yeah. and having those really simple steps that actually start with the easiest thing, which is like you said, your own personal story and lens mm -hmm. and experience, which actually I have to give a, a plug. I'm not going to talk about it on this podcast, but on the interview that we're going to do on yours, I would love okay. to share, I think, my lens for why this is at my core something that is important to me in growing up at in a very diverse high school environment and being actually I was the president of our high school. So anyway, sneak peek. But if you want to hear that, you're going to <laughs> okay. check out the episode that'll be on the Inclusive Networker podcast because we haven't recorded it yet. But, yes. but I can't wait. Awesome. <laughs> yes. And, and I think that I think you're right. Instead of being told what you should believe or told what certainly what the news or, you know, whatever, some mm -hmm. blog, like start from from your experience, knowing that your experience is, is going to be different from someone else yeah. who grew up in a completely different environment and that they can both be, they're not mutually exclusive. Is that what it is? They, they both, they both. Yeah. Yeah. It's both. And right. So sometimes it's both. And sometimes it's like, okay, your perspective is different from mine. Yours isn't right. Mine isn't right. Yours isn't wrong. Mine isn't wrong. Both of them can, are okay, right? And so that's what we have to realize is that everybody's not going to think like us. 
And that's good. We need a world of people who are different and who, you know, that brings about the the spice of life, right? And so we really need that. And we need that to be able to to grow. And so, yeah, I think it's really important for us to remember that there is a both and in, in life. <laughs> Definitely. Well, and I'd love to touch on, you know, the more, the second piece of your question of, of really getting like asking the right questions of how people feel. And you and I, both of our network marketing companies, do you mind if I share the name of your company that you're with? That's fine. (laughs) So uh, Mm -hmm. Arbonne, I am with Saint, both beauty, you know, and skincare companies. Mm -hmm. And specifically in that, and I know we have listeners that are with, you know, all different types, but, you know, how, how would you say in the beauty industry, how does a company like Saint or Arbonne that is, you know, primarily, and I don't know exactly how diverse, thanks to your efforts that, that Arbonne has become, <laughs> but how does that make a woman of color in particular feel? Like what's the, do you feel like that could be one of the reasons that's holding people back from diving in is, is the way that the, the brand makes them feel? Absolutely. You know, and, and it's like that with any brand. We're not just talking about network marketing, right? We're just we're talking about any brand. Now, if people don't see themselves and we're not telling the full story, people are craving the full story now, right? They don't want to just know um, how this works for white people or, you know, Hispanic people or for black people they want to know what is the full story of of how your products work for for different people and so i think that it is a deterrent when people don't see themselves in marketing they don't see themselves at the top of the company then it's like okay well how am i going to get there i have i don't have the the representation i don't have the leadership that is going to help get me there. And, you know, we're, we're always talking about, you know, blaze your own trail, be a pioneer, all of that. And I think that that's important. It it, it doesn't necessarily have to completely deter people, but I do think that in any company right now, if they are not being attentive to diversity and inclusion, then they're going to be way behind because now we live in a global marketplace. Right. And so when you think about this idea of how do we not only even reach people that are in the U.S., how do we make sure that we're reaching people and in, in the uniqueness of people who don't live here in this country? Right. That is a huge issue. And so, yeah, I think when people don't see themselves, they don't see systems and processes that work in their communities and they're just told to do things that just work in you know, one white middle-class community and they know it doesn't work for them, it's hard. And so, yeah, I I do think that that's a huge issue, especially in network marketing. I love that. And I definitely want to get into systems in a minute and kind of hit that, you know, nail on the head. But one of the things that came to my mind or my heart, even from my own personal experience and leading, like I said, some amazing Mm -hmm. color on my team is I feel like, first of all, it is kind of a numbers game, right? Like when you look at network marketing, network marketing can get a bad rap that, you know, only a certain percentage, you know, reaches whatever Mm -hmm. top or, you know, whatnot, which it really is. It's the people who do have that courage, that belief, that example to follow the systems in place to, you know, to, to take it to that next level. But I think when you look at a company, if it's a small percentage that are of a certain, you know, race or a certain, you know, group of people, then it's, 
that's going to be more condensed, right? So if it's only for mm-hmm. example, 10% that reach a certain leadership rank, well, 10% of a smaller group of people is definitely going to be a you know, smaller group. And so what I have found yeah. is, you know, to help pour fuel on the fire for the ones that absolutely have what it takes, which is what this podcast is all about. The ones that I know, if they just were equipped with those things and had the right encouragement and had that guidance from the Lord, which is a whole other part of the conversation, but you know, that, that, that mm-hmm. guidance from the Lord and they choose faith over fear, that finding ways to recognize that and pour encouragement and belief on them, I think could be the answer. And I know for me, there was a gal, I'm going to give her a shout out. Her name's Erica. That's on my team. And I remember when I met her at our reunion, I had the feeling I was like, this girl is going to be the first top woman of color, top leader in our company. And I told her that I was like, I just, mm-hmm. I feel like you have everything that it takes to take this thing to mm-hmm. the top. And so I'm curious if you feel like something like that, like how can we as leaders be more encouraging or, or you know, kind of transfer that belief system to women of color and help them grow and and almost like mm-hmm. or blaze the trails, like you said. Yeah, I think it's really important to ask them what they need, right? Um, because mm-hmm. we can assume, <laughs> we it. can assume that, this is what works and this is how you need to do it. But when we are, let's think back to family. Okay. So when you think about your grandmother, your grandmother, when she was cooking, she didn't always use an exact recipe. Right. And let me tell you why she didn't use a recipe. Cause she didn't know if she was going to have the same ingredients in another kitchen that she went to. So she equipped you how to cook, not to just cook by a recipe. Right. What does that mean for network marketing? So when we are talking about the systems and the things that we give women of color or anybody on our team, if we give an exact recipe and we say, you got to have this exact spice, this exact spice, this exact spice to make this work, and they take it to another kitchen that's a different community, a different culture, and they don't have those spices then it doesn't work for them. They can't make the recipe work, right? But if we give frameworks and say, this is the type of thing that you need, you need a spice that makes it salty, right? You don't have to have this salt or this spice. You just need a salty spice in this piece, right? Then when they go to the next kitchen, they know the framework of what they're supposed to be doing and they can adapt, but we're not allowing people to be able to adapt. What we do is what I always say is we recruit for diversity, but we onboard for conformity. Mm. So we're saying, I want you to come in and be diverse. But when you get here, you duplicate exactly what I do that worked in my community, that worked in my lifestyle, that worked because I've got a family that's supporting me, that's a million people around here in this neighborhood that's in the family that keep my kids and do everything I need. You got to make this work. But I need to give you a framework that says, here's how you adjust if this isn't your same story, right? If this isn't your lens. But what we're telling people is that you didn't follow the system. You didn't do what you're supposed to do, right? But the system what didn't work oh, man. in my community, right? So I think that that's the things that we have to start thinking about. Ask people, when you follow this system, why is it not working for you? And go back and ask some people that didn't make it. 
Mm-hmm. Because we often said they just didn't follow the system. They yes. couldn't do it. They had so much potential. I knew. I thought they were going to get to the top. This was the one. And then we don't ever ask, like, okay, let's dig down a little deeper into these systems and see what isn't working for these fabulous people who are coming onto my team. Like, why are, Why in the world would they not get to the top of this, yep. right? We've all had that story. We've all heard it, right? So I think that's the issue is that we've got to start to think about how do we develop frameworks instead of recipes? And we have to stop recruiting for diversity and onboarding for conformity. And so thinking about, you know, what is it that this person really needs? Yes, they have to follow a system. Don't get me wrong. We are network marketing. We need to duplicate. However, how do we adapt pieces of that and allow people to be able to adjust, put their own flavor, their own spice in this? And then I think people will be more successful. Oh, my goodness. I don't know about the people listening, but all I know is I feel super convicted (laughs) because this is so simple. But it's like, how could we miss the most important? Mm -hmm. I've literally done an entire episode on like the acronym of leadership and like how or leader acronym and the a is ask great questions is the mark of a good leader mm-hmm. and how can we make all these assumptions or share all these stories or you know just accept what has happened with all of these women and i can think i mean erica is one of them but i can think of many that have even enrolled directly mm-hmm. with me that fit that exact mold that i'm like i know they could take this thing to the top but they didn't and so instead of just either accepting it or you know, being like, well, that's weird. Or, you know, embracing the numbers. Mm-hmm. It's like the, it's just asking the question and don't be scared. That's mm-hmm. about choosing faith over fear to know. And I'd be curious, yeah. want to make sure that if I were, if you had joined my team and you did not, you know, you follow the system that I gave to you and you did not have success. If I were to come to you and say, Ramona, can I ask you a bold question? Did you, you know, can you share your experience with, with me of how these systems did or didn't work for you and your mm-hmm particular with women of color, for example, would that go to the question, would that help serve them? And would that be well-received? Yeah. I mean, I think that you can just ask the, the, the questions directly and say, you know, that what part of this didn't work for your life? Like what did it not work for your community? And I always teach people, I have an acronym called ROAR, R-O-A-R. And so in network marketing, the your roar is broken if you are, you know, they're part of systems, right? If something's not working. So roar stands for recruitment, onboarding, your activity or your retention. Mm -hmm. So if your recruitment is off, if your (laughs) onboarding's not right, if you don't have the activity or you don't have the retention pieces, then there's a break somewhere. And so that's the things that I would tell people to look across, right? what's happening with their recruitment and what's what's the recruitment system you taught them and then what's the issue within that recruitment system when you onboarded them did they get everything that they need right the activity did they have recipes or did they have frameworks right Mm -hmm. the retention did you have a team environment that was inclusive right did you help them to really adapt 
and to be able to to stay on the team, right? Instead of just this this turn off. And so that's the things that I I would have you to evaluate your roar, <laughs> you know, and roar also stands for speak out, speak up for diversity, right? <laughs> and so we're speaking out, we're speaking up, and then we're looking across our recruitment, our onboarding, our activity and our retention systems. Yeah. I am curious if you even feel like this episode in particular, as I'm listening to you talk and as we're having this conversation, I can think of, well, namely some people at our corporate, <laughs> but also, you know, mm -hmm. some some of these leaders that either are still with Saint, you know, or with my company, or maybe are even leaders at another company that I've interacted with and sending them this to empower them to be a part of the conversation, realizing that there's no political agenda of any sort, you know, wrapped up in any of this. It's it's truly yeah, no. better love and grow our team. Because that's the best part about network marketing is it's truly win-win. You get to win when you help other people win. So how can you help more people win knowing mm -hmm. that, you know, women of color need great makeup or need good skincare or shake, you know, health mm -hmm. shakes to improve their gut or a fitness routine? Like and again, if your product or your company isn't inclusive, that's a that's a whole other that's a whole other thing. But I think both yeah. are. So then it's like, how mm -hmm. can we better better grow our own businesses while helping people feel even more included? And oh my gosh, yeah, so, yeah. What has happened? And I, I definitely think that they need to hear this. What has happened is though we have got more just caught up in terms instead of impact mm. so it's not the terms are triggers to people right and so they just shut down when they hear the terms but what we need to be focused on is how are we with the work that we say that we were going to do <laughs> how are we impacting people's lives why am I so passionate about network marketing? Well, because I do think it's a business that's equitable, right? I think that anybody can really join network marketing and they can come in and they can do great. It has a very low, you know, entry level to come into network marketing. It's easy for people to get into. And so it is a way for all people to be able to have business you're in equity already, right? Because that's what we're trying to do with network marketing. And so the issue is, is that we got so caught up in what people said these terms were that we forgot to just look at the humanity in everybody, right? And so when we look at the humanity in people, then we can realize that the activity of diversity, equity, and inclusion is what we should be doing anyway, right? You can call it what you want to call it, but what we need to do is the activity that makes the impact on people. So this is people over politics. We don't have to do politics whatsoever. It's people over politics. A lot of companies say we're people, we're purpose, all of that, but then they let politics come in and, you know, just completely cloud their judgment about what they should be doing to really care for their people, right? And so, yeah, I definitely think it's a conversation that needs to be had. And it's not about the terms. It's about really that impact. Ugh, so good. Well, I have to <laughs> say, Ramona, this, this conversation is everything I dreamed it to be and more because 
I knew awesome. and felt on my heart, you know, again, the minute that I found you, I was like, I, I was so excited for this, but I just can't thank you enough for bringing not only the, the kind of deeper other side of the story of what it looks like, but also some tangible things that people can do to implement. Namely, again, just as a reminder to get you know, curious in, about your own journey of where your belief mm -hmm. or frameworks, especially when it comes to race, right? Where that comes from, but then asking those questions and getting curious about others that if you've had women on your team that were diverse and it didn't work, or if you don't have that yet, getting really curious and asking why, and then in finding mm -hmm. ways to embrace and diversify just the, the relationships that you have, like even just this, yeah. I'm like, yes, like mm -hmm. this, we just this, we need more of this. So thank Absolutely. you for being here and for, for just sharing this message today. You're amazing. Absolutely. Well, thank you. And I'm so excited to be here and to share this message because I think it's so important for us to realize that it's not, it, there, there's no ulterior motives. They, this is what we came here for. We came to love people and to make sure that everybody can reach their highest potential right? And so if we're not doing that, shame on us, shame on us, right? And so we've got to do what we came to do. What do we come to network marketing for? What do we come to this earth for to make sure that we make an impact on other people? So if we're letting something like a term or some definition of something stopping us from really sharing love with the people then that that's not what we're supposed to be doing, right? And so we got to all do better. We got to do better. So thank you for having me, Heather. <laughs> and where can people, because I know you've got some really great tools and resources. Of course, you have the podcast, the Inclusive Networker podcast, but where can people go to find yeah. more about the awesome resources that you have for them? And is there anything in particular you want to share? Yeah, just hop over to Instagram. If you go to Instagram, it's Dr. Ramona H. Lawrence on Instagram. You can click the link and find a lot of different resources, including my podcast and different downloads and things that I have for people to really plug into. And so, yeah, hang out there. And I would love to have a conversation with anybody who is open to it. Well, and you know what I was thinking too? Did I see, are you on Threads? I am now. I, I just got on there yesterday. <laughs> oh, me too. Which, of course, by the time this airs, I, well, I don't think it'll be old news. It'll be even crazier. But I think it just came yeah. out. Just came out, I'm pretty sure. But I remember saying, I was like, yeah. okay, she's on there. But I think this is one of those conversations that, you know, especially with our mutual connections, we've even shared some that we have already. I feel like, girl, let's yeah. go blow it up over there. Because this is the, this is the yeah. type of, I, and that's the type of environment that I think this conversation yeah. and the connections that, it it seems overwhelming, and I know it seems way more overwhelming than, to me than it probably does to you, given that this is literally what you do. But I feel like it's yeah. conversations and these connections that can help start that spark the fire of of mm -hmm. changing the dynamic, not just in network marketing, but honestly, even like you were saying in business in general, because it is something that, mm -hmm. that isn't just inherent in this industry. So I'm excited yeah. to talk yeah. about this. <laughs> Absolutely, yes. In fact. I am going to take a picture. I can't believe I'm doing this, but okay. Yay. I'm going to share this picture on threads. And if you're not following both of us on there, definitely hop on over there. Yeah, have fun. Conversation. So thank you again. And I'll make sure to link all the things in the show notes as well. And definitely check out the interview that will also be on the Inclusive Networker where I share a little bit of my story over there too. So yay. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> thank you. See ya. Yay. Bye. <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> I'm so grateful for your time with me today. Feel free to check out heatherkburge.com for all the scoop on all the things. Also, I've got a huge favor. If you found any value from today's episode, would you mind leaving me a quick review? Or even better, share with a friend by clicking those three little dots at the bottom of your screen. Sending you big hugs.